0: Hello and welcome to the Make Better Photos and Videos podcast. I'm your host, Russ Chevalier. This episode is brought to you as a result of my watching a video with landscape photographer Robert Rodriguez. I was having an off period and his talk was very affirmational and supportive of concepts that I've tried to share with folks over the years. So, welcome to episode 98 and in this episode we're going to talk specifically about seeing and look at ways to help you ensure that you do. Okay, I need to apologize for the lack of episodes recently. I don't ever want to be recording episodes because an episode is due. I've also been busier in my real business life, and while that is an awesome thing, it has led to some compromise in the time available, to construct podcast content. So I thank those who do listen for your patience. Seeing as a visual artist is a critical thing. I think we all agree on that. There's a big difference between just looking and seeing. Seeing is an active role. There's no passivity in it. To grow as creative artists, we must always be working on the seeing. Certainly taking a trip or going on a workshop might help one see more, but seeing can never depend on such things. If we're going to shoot with intent, we must be seeing. I respect that such statements might sound a little bit foo-foo dust, little airy-fairy. They're not, so if they seem to be, well, that's my failure, not yours. When you look at a scene, any scene at all, do you see it? Are you actively seeking out light, shadow, context, color, angles, lines, patterns, and story. I recently listened to an interview between James Cameron and Neil deGrasse Tyson on the criticality of explorers also being storytellers. If all of us are, as Canon Professional Services refers to the subject, explorers of light, are we seeing enough to be successful storytellers? We're going to take both pictures and we're also going to make photographs. There's nothing wrong with taking pictures, and they're an important part of all of our lives as memory markers. If we're honest, these important pictures have a role, but they're not stories, and they don't require us to be storytellers. Since the dawn of humankind, storytellers have been necessary to help us grow. A made photograph is about storytelling. It's rarely about technique or a piece of gear or some new post-processing tip. The story must stand on its own. I think of Henri Cartier-Bresson and the decisive moment. His famous image of the boy holding a bottle of wine is famous not for the gear, the technique, or the processing. It's famous because it tells a story. The story can be easily seen by the viewer and embellished upon based on the culture and the mores of the viewer. We see a different tale when we see. That means that two photographers in the same place and the same time and with the same gear, we'll see very different stories, if they are actively seeing, because they're two different people. When we think about composition, we typically think of it as the artistic arrangement of the objects in the frame. Do we also take the time to see the relationship between the objects themselves? When we see a landscape with a foreground and a background element, are these elements just there for scale? Or do they have some deeper relationship that helps create a foundation for a story? Our responsibility as artists is to create a response in our viewers, to invite them to take a journey with us into ourselves, to our unique amalgam of thought and emotion. When you look at a scene, can you see the movement in it? Just as a piece of music has movement, so too has an image an image without movement may resonate less with ourselves and thereby with our viewers. And I don't want to confuse movement with motion. There can be movement in scenes where there is no motion. Great painters have shown this for centuries. Do we see the movement in our images? And do we make that movement visible to the viewer? When you see, are you seeing visual rhythm? We respond to music as a series of movements and resting points. Rodriguez makes the point that a successful photograph has visual rhythm. Our eyes move through a photograph, but they also pause, they rest in certain places. Is the rhythm that's being created comforting, or is it discordant? Does the rhythm exist to support the story, or does the rhythm actually take away from the story? We know that the human eye is drawn to what is brightest in an image. To make this work, there must be a darker counterpoint. This is like in music, in that melody benefits from a bass line to ride upon. When I listen to jazz, while I may be hearing Miles Davis or Chet Baker, the counterpoint of the bass is critical to hold the framework for the notes that the predominant artist is playing. Do the shadows in your images provide the needed counterpoint to the highlights? I've often made the point that proper repetition is the mother of skill. I didn't come up with this. I took the phrase from Anthony Robbins. But Rodriguez created an analogy that really worked for me, and that's the concept of a musician practicing scales. I'm no great musician, and when practicing before heading off to play a song or more likely to noodle about and see what I come up with, I practice scales. Scales and modes are both useful. They're helpful in foraging neuromuscular pathways for dexterity, but they also help to open the mind to opportunities. When I think of great jazz guitarists, it really comes clean when I apply this kind of visualization. It's the same thing, I think, as a martial artist who performs the same kata 10,000 times. We're building a foundation on which we can build further. Going out to shoot with the intent being to practice what we know helps us be better, but it also creates more launch points for something brand new. Folks ask if photography requires practice to do well. The answer plainly is yes, because through practice, we open our mind to better seeing. Do you have an idea for an article or tutorial? Do you have a photo or video question unrelated to this particular post? Send me an email directly at ross at thephotovideoguy.ca or put a post in the comments. If you're in Canada, please consider shopping with Henry's in your local store or at www.henry's.com. If it, you are in the United States and shop with BNH Photo Video, please consider doing so through the link on thephotovideoguy.ca as this helps support my efforts and has no negative impact whatsoever on your shopping experience. If you do find the podcasts or the articles or even the videos of value, please consider clicking on the donation tab in the sidebar of the website and buy me a coffee. I don't actually buy a coffee with the money. Your donation goes to help me keep things going here. Email your questions on any photo or video topic and I will try to respond within a day. I'm Ross Chevalier. Thanks for reading, watching, and listening. And until next time, peace.